Jesus did everything for you and me, for you and me. And uh, about a month ago, I started a series talking about who you are, spirit, soul, and body, and saying that man is a triune being. He's created in three parts, like we have a God that's a triune God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And uh, so you are spirit, soul, and body. It says that in 1 Thessalonians 5.23. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Notice that Paul sits there, and he, he works from the inside out, and he says the most important part first. Spirit, soul, and body. Spirit, soul, and body. And all of us, everybody on this planet, we really have a hard time with this because we give more attention to the flesh than we do anything else. And sometimes, a lot of times, the voice of our body is loud and clear in our mind. But the spirit is where we have a connection with God, how we relate to God. Our soul is our will, our mind, and our emotions. Our body is how we relate to the world, our five senses. Our heart is a bridge between your spirit and your soul. And we said that the heart is the place or the part of you that determines what comes out of your spiritual man into your soul and reaches into the body. So if you want to know, you know, in 1 Peter, 2, uh, 1 Peter, I went blank, 3.1, I believe it is, that God has given and deposited everything inside of us. So if we have everything, why aren't we seeing that manifested? Why aren't we? Most people blame God. My grandmother, she believed God and she died of such and such a sickness and and so-and-so this, and so-and-so that, and people were blaming God while all along. You know, it would be like this. If I gave you a million dollars and put it in your bank account, your checking account, and you lived underneath a bridge because you said you had no money. But the good news, somebody comes across to you and says, hey, you have a million dollars in your checking account. Oh, I don't believe that. I don't know about you, but I would check that out. Just saying. <laughs> that would not be the first words out of my mouth. I would go, one second. And I'd be gone. I mean, he'd see my, the back of my heels kicking up, you know, dust flying. I would be checking that out. I mean, think that'd be good news. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm talking to the wrong the right crowd. But if you didn't believe that, listen to me now. If you didn't believe that, even though it was there, you would get no benefit from it. The Bible says this in Isaiah, that my people perish for lack of knowledge. So first of all, you got to have knowledge. Secondly, you have to have understanding, and that will lead you to wisdom but the main thing of all of that is God gives that to us so you can believe. So you can believe. You need to believe that. If you don't believe that, then you'll continue living on the bridge and you'll blame society and you'll blame everything and you'll blame, be a victim. 
Let me just give you some good advice. Don't ever let the devil talk you into being a victim. Because if he can keep you in a place of being a victim, you'll stay there and get all the self-pity and get all the feel-goods. You know, it feels good to your flesh. You go, oh, Mike, I saw you. Oh, I'm so sorry for that. And you just like, you're stroking it. You're stroking it. You're stroking it. It feels so good. And it's the worst thing that anybody can do to you. <laughs> You're right. That is right. That is so. Yeah. The Bible says some great things about your body. In 1 Corinthians 6, 19, it says your body is the temple of God. So do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Your body is not your own. Jesus paid in full for your body. Not just your spirit to be recreated, but also for your body. But this is what I know because we all, including moi, we have trouble with this because we're, if something's going on with our body and we say, how are you feeling? How you feel? Your body will let you know how you feel. Your body will. Oh, I got a little pain right here. I got this problem. I got this problem in my body. It's loud and clear, and sometimes it's a megaphone. Have you ever hurt yourself real severely? You know, I, I could never be a car carpenter. One time I was putting in this, um, it had nothing to do with wood. You know, uh, this landscaping, that metal thing that separates the rock from the grass. And so the ground was hard. So I had this great idea. I'm going to get a two-by-four and the biggest hammer I had, and I'm going to pound it in. And so I kept pounding, you know, and after a while, you know, I got tired. And when you get tired, it's not a good thing to have a big hammer in your hand. When you're not used to being a fix-it type guy. So I remember having it, and I was hammering this side, and so I was going to be smart. Instead of move the 2 by 4 I'm just going to cross-hammer. I cross-hammered. And I raised up. I mean, isn't it terrible? It's the biggest swing that you got going. You know, you're just like, okay, I'm really going to get And I let it rip, and I hit my hand right there. Yeah, I... Was in pain. <laughs> My body spoke to me that day. My body said, This really hurts bad. You could have broke your hand. Matter of fact, I think you shattered your hand. Way to go, Mike. It speaks to you. The body speaks to you. But this is where God wants us to have victory. Are you more body conscious or are you more spirit conscious? Are you more what the spirit God says about you in your spirit? Because we read this morning that by his stripes you were healed. But your body is saying, no, we were not. Granted, I'm not going to lie. Somebody said, 
what did you do to your hand? Nothing. It was hard to even lie about it because it went. I mean, it looked like, uh, who's the green guy on the unit? Uh, Hulk. Yeah, it looked like, so it was black and blue. It wasn't green. If I spray painted it green, they go, oh, the Hulk hand. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It was bad. So I wouldn't say, no, I didn't do anything. No, I would have said, man, I did something stupid. I hit my hand with a the hammer. But, but, I believe by the stripes of Jesus, I'm the healed of the Lord. And that thing's going to recover so quick, it's going to make your head swim. You have to say, you can't say that, listen to me, if that's not inside of you. Because all you're going to say is, I'm in pain. I'm in pain. Hurts when I get up. Hurts when I go to bed. Hurts all the time. Hurts in my head. (laughs) Write a song. Put country music to it and it'll sell. But anyway, you know what I'm saying. Your body is always going to be speaking to you. Always. But this is the thing. Are you going to be strong enough to listen to your spirit man? Are you going to be strong enough? Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 and 2 says, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. You know, I always used to think that scripture, you know, is just, you know, don't be so... Conscious about material things. You know what I believe that scripture is talking about? I believe it's talking about what I'm talking about. If you are more body conscious than you are spiritual conscious, you're going to have trouble in life. You're going to have some issues. The Bible says we have this treasure in earthen vessels. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. There's a treasure inside of you. And what is it? He said, it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ is in you. And you know, some people have trouble with this because they think the physical realm is more real than the spiritual realm because you can feel it. You can taste, touch. And you, so it's, it's more real to us. It's more real to us. But the Bible says this, that which you see was created by the unseen. So which is more powerful, the unseen or the seen? The unseen created that which we see, so obviously it's more powerful. But this is what I'm asking you today. Which one is more real to you? There's times my flesh is alive and well and more real to me. And then there's times when I think, I meditate and I think upon that Christ is in me and the spiritual realm is more real than the natural realm. That will make your brain go tilt. But this is the reason why you read your Bible, you go to church, you spend time with God. Why? So you can be more conscious of the spiritual realm than you are the physical realm. Because whichever one is more real to you is going to be the winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Are you hearing me? Now, let me just say this for somebody who's going to feel 
condemn right here and going, well, I don't go to church that much, and I don't do this very much. I don't read my Bible all the time. I don't know. I chew. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Welcome to Kentucky. But anyway, just know this, that no matter if you, you know, we used to say, you know, we don't drink or chew and run with those that do, and we thought that was holy. It has nothing to do with holiness. It has nothing to do with your relationship with God. It has nothing to do with what I'm saying. God does not take in consideration of what you do. You don't have a, a star by your name. You go to church every Sunday, and then you get to heaven, and you go, you got five stars. You got another five for reading your Bible every day. You know, when, when we were raised in Sunday school, we... We had stars, and we did that. Very seldom did I get any stars. But anyway, that's another story. But my point is this. We think that if we do things, it's going to position us so that God will love us more, and it does not. What I'm telling you today is not for your relationship from God to you. It's to change you so you will believe more so that you can have manifested everything that God's done for you. There's a big difference, huge difference. I don't read my Bible to get God to love me more or to get God to just cozy up next to me. I read the Bible for Mike Davis. I talk to God because I want to know him better. I come to church. You know, you said, well, you're the pastor. Okay, there's some strings attached to that. But anyway. <laughs> Before I was a pastor, I haven't been a pastor all my life. When we lived in Tulsa, I mean, we never missed a Sunday. We went to church on Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. How many were in that crowd? Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Special revivals. We were there five days a week. It had morning session. We were there. Noontime session. We were there. Camp meeting. We were there. We were there. But this is the thing. Just know why you're there. Is it to please God? If you are, you're just being religious. But if it's to cause you, there should be a sense that you want to come to church. It's because I want to be more spiritual conscious than I am flesh conscious. That's one of the big things. There's many reasons, but that's one reason. Another reason is it's because you bring your anointing with you. I don't care who you think you are. There's something inside of you that we need. We need it. You know, it's just, I'm, I'll give this illustration. It's real easy. You, that time that I hurt my hand, I couldn't use my pinky. couldn't use hardly anything on that hand. Try buttoning your shirt with one hand. You know, my wife's good at that, but it's, I, honey, that's what I did. Do this. I can't do it. Why? All of a sudden, you feel or you know how important every part of your body is. I've broken me. Have you ever broken your little toe? I broke my little toe. There's nothing you do for it. But you're not going to run a 100-yard dash after you do that. All of a sudden, the, the baby toe is important to you. It's important. And God, Paul talks about the body being just like that. And he says, every part of the body is important to you. And the parts that you don't see, they're bodily important to you. So you are important to the body of Christ. You are important to God. You say, well, I don't know. I can't tell you this, but I do know this. You're important. You are. 
But back to the body. I just know this, that it's easy just to live. And, and I know if you, if you don't ever read your Bible, if you don't ever talk to God, if you never come to church, you know, you're going up to heaven, you may be there sooner than what you were supposed to. But my point is, I never want people to get in that condemnation or guilt where this is a have-to type thing. But I'm saying this because I love you. I want you to have more victory in your life. I do. And I know the more that I do these things, the more victory I have. I'm talking from experience, you know? And so don't get religious on God. Don't get religious on me by saying I need to do these things because. You just need to do it for you. For you. 1 Corinthians 2.14. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. So you can't get this stuff by osmosis. They're spiritually discerned. So what we see is temporal. Everything you see, taste, touch, it's temporary. It's temporary. But the unseen realm is eternal. Paul wanted to leave this planet. In Philippians 1.23, he says, For I am hard-pressed between the two, having a desire to part and be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to remain in the flesh is more needful for you. Now, notice he didn't say, I want to leave, but he didn't say his body. He said, I'm going to stay in my body. So, in other words, the body was staying here. So, the real Paul, listen to me, the real Paul was the spiritual man. The real you is your spiritual being. We put more emphasis on our body. We think this is the real us. We think this is the real us. So we put a lot of emphasis on it. We dress it up, put makeup on it, do all that. I'm not saying don't do that. Just saying. Don't. You go, oh, so it's not important. We want clothes on you when you come to church. You understand? But that's not the most, that's not who you are. The real you is the spiritual man. So to be more spiritual conscious, you have to know about the real you. And the real you is righteous. Number one thing, the real you is righteous. And we'll say it again. The real you is righteous. Not because of what you can do or have done or supposed to do, but because of what Jesus has done for you. So you're righteous. You got to know that. Day in, day out, you got to know you're righteous. You're forgiven. All of your sins are forgiven. You need to know every need has been provided for you. My God has supplied all of my need according to the government and the economy. (laughs) Dear Lord, thank God he didn't say that. According to the price of gas. Anyway, he didn't say any of that. He said, no, according to his riches in heaven. Woo! So you got to know that I'm provided for no matter what. 
No matter what I'm seeing, I believe. You got to believe this now. You can't, it's not osmosis. You got to believe. You know what? I'm believing for my house to be paid for. I'm believing for my car to be paid for. I'm believing that this food that I'm eating is, is going to make my body strong. You got to believe things. And so you got to be conscious of that. That's the spiritual realm, all right? So you got to believe that you're righteous. You got to believe every need is met. You got to believe that you're the healed of the Lord. Your body may say something totally different to that. I want to teach you something. Are you listening? Your body does not have a stronger disposition. Let me say it this way. Your body circumstance does not negate your spiritual position. Your spiritual position is this. I am healed. I am the healed of the Lord. Your body may say, I am broken. I am broken of the Lord. It may say that. This is the point where faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, by hearing Jesus. So if you want that voice to be lessened, then you need be attentive to the word of God and so that your spiritual voice will be loud and clear well above the physical voice. Did you get that? Your spiritual position is much stronger than your physical condition. Now, some of us have a hard time with that. You just go, I don't know. I don't know about that. Okay. There's been times I don't know about that. How do you improve that I don't know that I know? You spend time with God. You get into the Word. You hear messages on healing. I didn't hear messages on healing growing up. So whatever sickness, whatever pain you have, well, just suck it up. You got to live with it. It's going to all be better when you get to glory. Didn't you hear that? I mean, we heard that all the time. Thank God it'll all be better. It'll be better by and by. If I had a couple of spoons, it would have been a lot better. But anyway, (laughs) are you hearing me? What you don't know is killing you. And what you don't believe is causing you not to receive what God has already done for you. Let me read one more. We'll be done. 2 Corinthians 4.16. So no wonder we don't give up. For even though our outer person gradually wears out, our inner being is renewed every single day. We view our slight, short-lived troubles in the light of eternity. We see our difficulties as a substance that produces for us an eternal weight, glory far beyond all compassion. Because we don't, listen to this, because we don't focus our attention on what is seen. Say it one more time. Because we don't focus our attention on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary. But the unseen realm is eternal, or you could say is more powerful than anything that you can see. So you meditate on things like that to where your body doesn't even get a vote. Your checkbook doesn't get to vote. You look at your checkbook, and man, you go, oh, there's some red there. (laughs) It's not a pretty red. You have to believe. 
bless God. You lay your hands on your checkbook and you believe all of my needs are met according to his riches and glory. Whatever I set my hand to shall surely prosper. I've been made the head and not the tail. I'm not, I am not a slave to debt because I've been purchased by the blood of almighty God. I'm redeemed from the curse of poverty and lack. You start talking like that. You talk like that long enough, you start believing it. And then guess what happens? You'll come up out of debt. Something will happen. What? I don't know. I'm not God, but I believe what the Bible says, and you come out of it. It's the same way with healing. And let me just say this. I fall into this trap. Don't. I'm going over. Is it all right? Don't say that I am believing for my healing to be manifested. Sounds spiritually good. In reality, you could be waiting until you're 110 for that manifestation to come to pass. Don't get off that track. I'm going to help you now. This helped me because I think I'm just going to believe. You know, because you, you spoke to your body, you believe for your body, and it's still, oh, it's still painful. It still hurts, you know, and you're dragging, you know, you just, you go, well, what's happening? Well, I'm just believing for the healing to be manifested. What does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. You didn't get it. God didn't do it. Let me rephrase that. God did do it, and God did deposit it. So he did do it, and you did get it. So why are you acting like it needs to be manifested or something else needs to be done? You should have shouted on that one. I'm just saying. In the midst of the pain, you go, woo! I have received healing from my body. I'm not going to wait to get it. I've already got it. And you say, yeah, but what if you keep, keep, you know, limping and everything? What do you believe? Which one is more real? Oh, which one is more real? I said, which one is more real to you? Which one is more real to you? The word of God, the spirit of God, or your body and your flesh, which is going to die and decay and turn back to dirt. And we put so much emphasis on dirt. On dirt. The streets in heaven are going to be made out of glory. Dirt's not even in heaven. You know why? Because it's dirt. Zero value in dirt. Let's stand. I know this is a lot to bite off and chew. It is. But I'm telling you, God wants you blessed. Everything that he's done for you, people are waiting on God to do something else. As if the death, burial, and resurrection wasn't enough. Are you kidding me? I'm waiting on God to do something else. That's what we think. And guess what? You're going to be waiting waiting and waiting and when you you die and we put you in the grave the first words probably in heaven are going to be you didn't have to wait you didn't have to wait that's good news that is great news don't wait you say what 
What am I supposed to be doing until it does manifest? You keep believing that you have it and you have it now. And you speak like that. You think like that. You meditate differently. And when somebody says, man, I still see that growth on your neck. I mean, you don't say, it ain't there. It ain't there. They're going to go, 911, hello? No, you say, yeah, it, it's still there. But I'll tell you what. I believe what the Word of God says about that. That that fact is more real to me than what I feel right there. What I believe is more real than what I feel. I'm telling you, that's powerful. That is supernatural powerful. And it may sound weird to you, but I'm telling you, the spirit is more real than the flesh. You have to renew your mind to think that way. Because your mind, we've been forever in a day. Everything's about body conscious, what you see. It's all about the body. It is. And God says, your body is a temple which stores me. That's what it's there for, to store you. Is it important? Absolutely. If you didn't have a body, first of all, when your body dies, you're gone. You're out of here. It's not like you're going to hang around like Casper the ghost and go through a few doors. You know? No, as soon as your body dies, the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the boom. Mic drop. That means you don't go to purgatory. That mean like, oh, I hope he, you know, you may just be wandering around. No, he ain't wandering nowhere. To be absent from the body is to be present with God. Instantaneous. Your last breath here will be your first breath there. Instantaneous. This is good stuff. Let me pray for you. Father, we just thank you in Jesus' name. Truth, reality. Pray for all of us that our eyes to be open, our spiritual eyes to be open, to see the reality, what Jesus has done for us, how powerful it is, how true it is, how real it is. May we all see that, Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.